Well, hey there, sugar. This here is Rogue, and you are listening to Comics in Motion. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Come on, Bob. For old times, huh? Harley Quinn. Nice to meet ya. <laughs> Pardon my French. Fuck those fuckers. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Comics in Motion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hello there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Comics in Motion. What we like to do here is we like to review movies and TV shows that are based on comic books. Myself, I'll be reviewing from the perspective of a long-time comic book reader. And I'll be reviewing from the TV and movie perspective. And what we also like to do is we also like to spoil the hell out of everything review. But you know what, Chris? This was spoiled well before we saw it. (laughs) And remember, with an average podcast comes no responsibility. Now, Chris, in our last episode, you surprised the hell out of me. You thought Ghost Rider, the first one, you absolutely loved it, uh, which was a bit of a shocker to me. So we thought, you know what, we'll strike while the iron's hot and we'll do Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. What, what do you think of this one, Chris? Just <laughs> <laughs> going straight in there. Usually you say, have you got any memories of this? And yeah, I think... well, have you got any memories? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of them about this, thank fuck. Um, I, um, I remember having this on a dodgy DVD and watching about 10 minutes of it. and never, Not because I thought the start was bad or anything. I just remember it didn't get me. And I was like, right, I need to come back and watch this another time. And I didn't. And I know it got absolutely fucking mauled everywhere you looked, you know, for the performance of Nicolas Cage, the, the movie, the, just everything. And I know it's, it's at like 18% on Rotten Tomatoes and that's been fucking generous. So I was hoping after actually enjoying the first one, that this would be so you know something I can sort of wind you up slightly, Dave, but also <laughs> kind of enjoy because I do honestly think, even watching this, I do honestly think that the Ghost Rider character is really interesting, and I think it's a lost character that they could have they could use so much better if they believed in it with some proper writing and that. But this wasn't it. What about yourself, Dave? Yeah, so this was back in the days of uh, Love Film, you know, before it became Netflix and where they you'd sign up to send me like two DVDs at a time. So they post them through to you and then you watch them, send them back. There's no late fees or anything like that. So we'd migrated past blockbusters by that point. And, uh, you know, this is 2011. So gorging on all things superhero you know we'd had iron man coming out from the mcu 2011 was the year of cap and uh also thor went to see those at the cinema so i'd, I'd have seen this before uh i'd seen this after i saw those two so i saw this one on dvd and it, it is the first and i can't remember if there's another movie that have started and just switched off in disgust I, I honestly, even the ones we've done, Chris, for the VHS Strikes Back, because usually even the terrible ones, well, I, I'm kind of committed then. I have to bloody watch the things, you know. But this one, I think it was when Nick Cage goes full on mental Nick Cage. And I was just like, right, that's it. I'm done. I have no idea what's going on. The acting shit, the 
storyline is fucking uh, not grabbing me at all, I'm done. And I don't think I did that before. I don't think I've done it since. <laughs> Dave, you know what? Usually I can have a laugh and we wind each other up when we stick each other up with movies. I can't say anything because I stitched my fucking self up with this. Uh, what an idiot. So, Dave, before we get into it, should we listen to the fucking trailer? I God forbid what this sounds like. But, yeah, let's, let's get on to our trailer. Yeah, let's go. This thing... There's no conscience. Just hunger. The rider's going to come out. But when he does, he'll destroy whoever's got it coming. Take on a new form. One more powerful than he's ever known. Now, Chris, I'm I'm just going to go from uh, Wikipedia plot here because, again, this I'm saying straight away, this was a struggle to get through, just in terms of plot and understanding what the hell's going on. Uh, but it says in Romania, an alcoholic French monk named Moreau warns a monastery about an impeding attack. Oh, sorry, impeding. Impending attack by the devil's forces to obtain a boy named Danny. In the attack, Moreau tries to help the boy and his mother Nadia to escape, but the distrusting Nadia shoots at Moreau and flees with her son. Believing that only the ghost rider can protect the boy, bit of a leap, Moreau seeks the rider's help. Now, Chris, what do you make to the opening of this one? Well, I'll be honest with you, Dave. I think if I'd actually read the Wikipedia plot, <laughs> probably sounded like a great film, but what you just read <laughs> is not what's on that fucking screen, my friend. This, and I'm I'm putting my fucking flag now in the sand from the opening five minutes of the podcast. This is the worst movie I have ever seen over anything <laughs> now. This is fucking yes. horrendous. Yes, I knew it. I knew <laughs> Nicholas Cage. I mean, what I don't understand is Nicholas Cage obviously has more sort of direction over his character more of a sort of i'm gonna do this and they're like okay nick you do that but when he goes loopy and loony <laughs> it's just like fucking shit it's not like like in the first one he was a little bit mad one and the, i know he's a little out there but it, it what he what it was like it was like i was watching a hollywood movie that someone had, and i've seen him on youtube you probably have yourself where someone's chopped it up 
and they've acted against the original movie. So you know, like where you've got like Nicolas Cage acting, and then you might get some random guy off YouTube playing the other characters. So you've yeah, got, yeah. you know, like uh, Christian Bale as Batman, and then you've got some other guy pretending to be Alfred. When you're watching it, it feels like that. I mean, it to me, it felt like when I was watching when what they did with Blade Two. So. They went from the US and they went to like Croatia, didn't they? Sort of the mm -hmm. Russia area, things like that. They went into Europe. They tried it with this, but the whole idea of Ghost Rider and his character, I know it's eight years later and stuff, but the whole idea of him and everything, this is nothing to do with the first movie, the plot. There was no character growth on his part at all. There was It just felt like Nicolas Cage was just in the middle of someone else's movie playing Ghost Rider. It was like he was playing a cameo in a, a fucking, like, I don't know, like a spy movie. It was utterly terrible. And you're right, to follow it, there's no fucking plot whatsoever. He, oh, honestly, Dave, I can't say how, I can't express how much <laughs> the film is shit. <laughs> I mean, it's got so much... Of the raw ingredients there, though, haven't they? Like you say, the Ghost Rider character is pretty cool. I will say he um, he showed up, not Johnny Blaze. Uh, I think it was Robbie Reyes, incarnation of uh, of Ghost Rider, showed up in that. And it, I think it was about season five, and it was pretty cool, to be honest. Um, but I sort of dropped off that series a bit. So they, they have used him. I, I think it's because the studio, you know, when the rights revert back to Marvel, that's that's yeah. why they ended up ended up there. But I do think he's possibly more, you know, you could do quite a lot with a dark, you know, Netflix style series, yeah. I think, you know, yeah, rather than point. rather than just a movie. Yes, but like yeah, I mean, the whole thing. Sorry, Dave. Yeah. Close. I mean you've got um you've got Idris Elba there. But oh my god. It, it's just like, like they're less than the sum of their parts, aren't they, with this film? Just everything about it. It, it just doesn't grab you in at, at any point, I don't think. No, and you know what, Dave? I absolutely love Idris Elba. I really do. I've, you know, I've watched like the first series of The Wire. I know everyone raves about that. It's one of the best shows ever. Uh, I love him in Luther, in even the Fast and Furious films. He's great in Four. Anything he does, and I've watched a lot of his drama stuff he does, and, and, and I've watched documentaries because he, he loves driving. He was a kickboxer. He's done professional kickboxing fights and stuff recently. He did a big documentary on Discovery. I really, really like Idris Elba, and I would love it if they cast him as James Bond. However, he is fucking goddamn awful in this. Whatever that accent is, even I could probably act better, Dave. <laughs> it is terrible. And and also, we've got the Highlander in there. Christopher Lambert's in there. Yeah. Really, is, is like one of the bad guys. But it can be it, only one. Exactly. That's a film we've got to do on the VHS. That's a great <laughs> yeah, movie. Definitely. That is a, I love that as a kid. Um, great but, soundtrack as well. Oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. The only thing dodgy is Sean Connery's accent. But, um, yeah. The, the his Spanish, Scottish guy. Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like when he's supposed to be Irish in The Untouchables when he's a, he's just Scottish. He's just himself, yeah. basically. Or a but, Russian naval commander. <laughs> yeah. He's still Scottish. He's <laughs> still James Bond, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even know where to go with this, David. It is Fucking woeful. It really is. <laughs> no, we can't go on for like 40 minutes just saying how shit it is. So, I mean, what, what I'll say is, so, I mean, Moreau, Idris Elba's character, he, he seeks out, uh, you know, Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider, and basically says, you know, he can restore his soul. And you get quite a lot of flashbacks, don't you? Which, again, I, I think even in 2011, that's a fairly outdated kind of storytelling technique isn't it 
Yeah, and I think what doesn't help that flashback situation, Dave, is a lot of the CGI stuff is pretty fucking poor, isn't it? It, it, it really is. I mean, the budget was 57 to 75 million. It made double that. And I'm sure people would have been asking for the money back. It, it I, and with you, a lot of the, the leaps and the, the techniques they use on it, that's what I'm saying when it feels like it's almost a YouTube-type recreation of a movie. It's really poorly done. Even like the Ghost Rider stuff in the first one, it looked great when he changed the Ghost Rider and that. But in this, it's like, I think you'd said it, there's just a lot of standing around and talking. And, and I was mm. never convinced by the kid, the guy with the fucking dodgy face who's supposed to be like his dad and that. It's just awful. I think I think what they missed a step with is that the girl in it, who's like the, the kid's mum, she is terrible uh, she is is absolutely <laughs> awful uh, honestly um she's called raw kinchiness whatever but she's absolutely terrible uh, and at the end i know i'm jumping it but but when she's um sorry no she's not she's called nadia isn't she nadia kets nadia, yeah, the old yeah. bloke so he's wrong but but like at the end when like the window gets smashed and everything she's like acting as you can tell she's acting to a green screen with no one there she's like oh <laughs> if someone's just punched the window in the windscreen, you're driving. You don't sit there, you'd be covered in blood. She just sits there like, oh my God, I've just seen a ghost. It's it's <laughs> truly it's a, Nicholas Cage has just absolutely milked this fucker for his paycheck. It's terrible. I mean, and Dave, we I will stop talking, but I tell you now, I'm disgusted that my hero, David S. Goyer, is linked to this fucking project. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your hero. I mean, I mean, this is one of the first uh, things where I was like, "Oh God, who is this person? Oh, the person who wrote Blade? Fuck me, this is terrible." Um, yeah, that's what sent me off on a path. But I mean, Cage sort of does do his thing of trying. Oh, sorry, Johnny Blaze. You know, he's trying to do his thing of protecting the boy and whatever. But like we said before, it's just how he goes into full-on coked-up, mad Nicholas Cage, and it's just. It's just too much. It's like a parody. He's doing a parody of himself. You know what? That that you know, that, I've been trying to think before we review what what it was. You know what it was like, Dave, and that's so you're absolutely on the money there. The parody. I would. I kept thinking, what's it like? This and he, you know, do you remember a few months ago before lockdown that Jim Carrey? I was in the back end of last year. Jim Carrey did a skit on Saturday Night Live again, and he came back, and all the other comedians and comedians who were on there played Jim Carrey in other right. films. So Jim Carrey walks into this bar and the guy who serves him is the mask. The next guy who serves him is Ace Ventura. A woman comes out and she's just this cable guy or, you know, I'm just thinking mm -hmm. about every single part he plays in a movie, someone else plays him. And then he then goes over the top playing himself. And that's like what Nicholas Cage was doing. It's like someone, he was sending himself up on Saturday Night Live, but actually in a fucking movie because he's, you know, I love Scotty 60 Seconds. I absolutely yeah. love that movie, but he has a few crazy bits in that when he's going up against Christopher Eccleston. I, I honestly, you know, I love my cars and that. I love that movie so much, especially Eleanor. But in this, this is just fucking woeful. I mean, it, honestly, it's absolutely terrible movie. And, and I think, I, th I think, like the Ghost Rider doesn't get enough battling and stuff. He's just sort of he only like uses the chain a couple of times, doesn't yeah. he? It's really, and then they sort of turn him bad for a bit when he's chasing the kid and the mum and that. I, I didn't get that at all. I just I, I, I couldn't work out what was going on. It was really, really, really difficult story to follow this time. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I say, reading up on it, it sort of helps 
understand. I mean, you've you basically got Rourke, haven't you? So he's he's the uh, king beyond the wall in uh, Mance Raider in um, Game of Thrones. So he, he's he's Rourke, and he basically impregnated this Nadia when she was lay there dying. Uh, I guess she made a deal with him, and and so that's where Danny sort of came from. But he's just like a vessel for Rourke to sort of pass through into the mortal world, from what I can tell. So basically, you know, the the whole movie is Rourke trying to get his hands on the kid, I guess, so he can I don't know possess him and join the with the uh, the mortal world. But I mean, Cage gets his uh, or Ghost Rider gets his arse handed to him quite a few times, doesn't he? But like you say, the the action is just really stale. It doesn't really help, you know, or it doesn't really grab you at all. And, you know, but he does get on top of this Carrigan. And then, you know, uh, uh, what's his face? Rourke ends up turning him into a demon blackout, you know, so where he's all the, got all the white sort of makeup on and stuff. Looks a bit like uh, the second Matrix movie. Looks a bit yes, like him. Yes, the twins. Yeah. Yeah, the twi- yeah. 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 And so, you know, he, he's got this decaying power. And again, this is all going on, Chris, and I'm just thinking, you know what? I do not give a shit about any of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking you, awful. <laughs> you know, the two positives I take from it, Dave, are it was an hour and 35 minutes, which is always a fucking bonus when it's going to be shit. And also, the only thing that I like about this movie, and I liked it in the first one, is his fucking bike is cool as fuck. And I think Ghost Rider is cool as fuck. It's just not used in any way at all. In it, it, I yeah. love the bike. I love when he turns into the Ghost Rider, and his bike just comes up in flames, doesn't it? Like it's been injected with steroids, and it, it monster. It's a bit like it, it feels a little bit when he changes. It reminds me, and I know you might think this is a stupid sort of comparison, but it reminds me slightly of He Man when He Man used to change as a kid, and then you'd have like Battle Cat would appear from his uh, his bloody was it. What's it called? Granger or whatever she was called. The, the bloody um or Venger. Cringer, is that a Cringer? She it turned into Cringer, wasn't it? And um and go massive and grow and all that. And that's what this feels like when he does. I really, really enjoy that part, but the rest of it I fucking don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it, you know what they was gonna ask you, you know at the start it says Marvel Knights. Is that like a comic um thing? Or is that a studio this Yeah, isn't? so so this so Marvel Knights um came out uh, uh, Joe Casada who, who we've talked about a little bit, um I'm sure he headed that up. It was like a little splinter off the main Marvel line. So it was it was a bit more kind of adult, you know, and uh, 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 not not those type of adult comics, Chris, but, you know, just a bit more <laughs> mature reading kind of thing. And so yeah. you had things like, I mean, Elektra, you had The Punisher. Um, I think Daredevil might have been part of Dark, uh, Marvel Knights as well, you know, and certainly likes a Ghost Rider. So it was this more kind of darker and grittier side of the comics whereas the main line you know the 616 universe is always you know the, the your traditional comics and stuff yeah I, I think it was the, in the sort of late 90s when that sort of came around but it's not really it's not really used for a uh, now i don't think it's weird because I just saw it at the start and I was thinking, oh, I've not seen that on any of the movies. And I don't remember any of the movies that we've gone through when it's there. But it was just, I know it sounds daft, day, but it's just clutching at fucking straws more than anything because it, it what's, 
What I find really bizarre is it just feels cheap. The whole thing feels yeah. like just cheap and and just completely throw away. It was almost like, and we've talked about this across all the podcasts, especially with where, you know, we, we reviewed that last X-Men, didn't we? The Dark Phoenix. And it's an absolute joke. It had all the, like you said about this, it had all the ingredients. It had Michael Fowlspender in there, James McAvoy. It had all these like top characters that have done really well in the X-Men when they've gone back in time and sort of done these prequels and stuff. And, you, and you're thinking, great. And then when it all come out and it was getting bombed and reviewed, it they actually said it was just purely a fact of they had to make a movie because it was part of the contract to get, like the X-Men out of the, into the MCU and stuff like that. And that's what this feels like. It just feels like they've made it because they had to, not because they wanted to. There doesn't seem a lot of passion in anything other than when fucking Nicolas Cage has been doing a few lines before he seems because <laughs> no one else gives a fucking shit in this movie at all, did he? It's all played by numbers. The baddie, and we always say this, you've got to have a good baddie to make the goodie look good. And that baddie yeah. old bloke is fucking rubbish. He is really bad. Even the guy, like you say, the, the uh, young guy who looks like about the Matrix, the Black Hut, whatever he's called, he's rubbish as well, isn't he? he he's, yeah, he doesn't yeah. really get going until about 50 minutes in. And by then, you, like you said, there's no... There's no connection to yourself, I didn't feel. I didn't feel like, like you said, like a fucking give a shit. I really didn't care about any of it. All I kept wanting to see was Nicolas Cage do his batshit crazy stuff on camera because it's fucking utterly... I mean, for anyone out there, just watch it for him because he is utterly ridiculous in this. It's, it's like it's like he's turned himself up to 100. I just do not know what he was going for because he's not acting. And even when he's trying to cry and stuff, he's not even fucking, it's not, oh, it's just terrible. It's weird, isn't it? It is very, very strange because we know he can act, but it's just so over the top. But, you know, the the weird thing is, I mean, the the budget's down as, it's got a range of 57 to 75 million. That's that's some fucking range that is. Uh, normally it's quite precise. And it's made 132 million. So it's not done badly at the box office. And then you've got all the DVD follow-up and, and all that sort of stuff. And so commercially, it's not done that bad. Whereas um, you know, critically... I think I don't think I've heard anyone say this is good. I don't. I know other people who I've spoken to about it in the past have not had the same venom necessarily that I have towards it. There's something about this movie that just triggers me. Um, but yeah, critically, it's pretty bad, and you know, it's 18 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, 4.3 on IMDb, which is pretty low, you know, for IMDb. It doesn't generally get much further down than that. So yeah, I think it, I think what's happened since, uh, and with the rights reverting back to Marvel for them to use, is probably been more with the critical response because there was Chris supposed to be another sequel, and so you know in uh, 2012 you had uh, who is it Mark Mark Neville Dean and Brian Taylor. They were talking about a Ghost Rider three, and they were saying, "I know Nick wants to do it. He's very pumped about it." But then when Nicolas Cage was asked about it in 2013, he basically said, it's possible, but it won't be with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, he said, um, it would be interesting if they did it with a female ghostwriter. Personally, I'm done. I've done what I had to do with that part. Don't know exactly what that was, to be fair, Nick. And You never say never. In other words, if they pay me enough money, I'll do it. But right now, today, I would say that I'm done. 
So I think, you know, could they have... So in the comics, Chris, there's multiple people who've been the Ghost Rider. And so I think they could have done a Ghost Rider 3, not with Nicolas Cage. But to be honest, I don't know. I think most people like me would have been turned off by this second one. I, I Unless I had watched... Unless I'd completed Netflix, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, that was the only thing that I hadn't watched, you know, a, a Ghost Rider 3, which carried on this kind of story. I, I, I wouldn't watch it. No, no, not at all. And I'm just reading some of the trivia there, and it does say that it does revert back to Marvel after this movie. So maybe this was just a cash-in completely, Dave, because it's fucking terrible it really is every everywhere you look about this movie is just unbelievable the one thing that stuck out for me when i was researching it this week actually was it was originally intended to be an r-rated movie mm-hmm. and they absolutely bottled it and made it go to pg-13 and i'm wondering whether it's been lost in translation on the cutting room floor i don't think it would have improved it a lot but i think a more gorier and, and realistic tone may have helped it slightly but what we get is terrible it could have done, but I think I don't. I just don't think they did a good job of telling us the story. And and I don't again. I don't know. Is it is it me just not? I don't think I went into it. I I went into it thinking it cannot be as bad as I remember. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I was I was all up for like giving it a chance and seeing what it was like, and then. Straight away, it's like, right, who's Idris Elba? Why, why do we care? I, th- I think there's probably some exposition missing, maybe. Maybe that's it. You know, that yeah. um, they, for whatever reason, I just don't feel like they told a good story. You know, and, and the fact that it makes more sense reading kind of the plot synopsis and stuff. That's not good, and I I couldn't tell you. You know, I don't make movies. I couldn't tell you exactly why it is that you know the story just hasn't come across to me, or maybe they did do a good job, but because I was so not asked about it, I didn't care and wasn't paying attention. But for whatever reason, I just don't think they told a good story. So if if they'd have made it more gritty and more gory, I still don't think it'd have been any good. Uh, no, look. I can't disagree with you, Dave, at all. I'm just thinking more for me and you having to sit through this fucking atrocity. It, it, it's truly just dreadful. I mean, the story moves along pretty quick. Like I say, it's on for 95 minutes, which is fucking 95 minutes too long. It felt a lot longer. Yeah, it did. It really. I mean, I did watch it in one sitting. I didn't uh, deviate from it and stuff like that. I did actually watch it, but not because... And genuinely, I'll say to you, like, look, I've had to take a break. I needed to take a break after 10 minutes watching this. The whole way through, it was truly woeful. But it was one of them things, like a war of attrition. I was like, I have got to fucking watch this thing. I cannot, I can't come back to it. I thought, I'm not wasting any more time watching this. I mean, just everywhere you turn, Nicolas Cage is just parodying himself. Like you said, it's, oh, it's fucking dog shit, Dave. I'm sorry. It really is. <laughs> and... and I came into this, like you said, I came into this quietly confident thinking, well, you know what? I know the first one wasn't reviewed very well, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, So let's do it. And I I think this is not going to be that bad because I enjoyed the idea of, uh, you know, the Ghost Rider, the character. I was engrossed Mm -hmm. in what he did, Nicolas Cage, even if he was being a little slightly bit far out in the first one. This one is just, it's not even... That honestly, it doesn't even feel like they're in the same universe. Other than Nicolas Cage being associated with it, you wouldn't have even said it was the same 
uh, ideas or anything. It's it's just fucking poorly executed. Yeah, it it feels like a movie cobbled together because the first one did okay. You know, there was no there was no real continuation of the story other than you know Johnny Blaze. It's set eight years in the future, isn't it? From from when we saw the first movie. You know, so he's still kind of on the run. He's still trying to protect people from the Ghost Rider. He's kind of haunted. I, I think they might have been going maybe for a little bit of a, um, you know, the the Incredible Hulk, the seventies TV show Hulk, going for that sort of feel, but it didn't really come off. And uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, at the end, the Rider, you know, he defeats Carrigan. Um, and, you know, saves the day, I guess. Returns the boy to his mother and couldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the rider just rides off. You know, it it was, in fact, now that I think about it, this could have been condensed into a 30-minute Hulk-style TV show, couldn't it? Yeah, easy. Easy. I think you're right about a Netflix seven to eight, uh, six to eight part series for incredible up style, almost like remember the old karate um, kung fu, kung fu when you just go, you just go, Cavadine, Cavadine, sorry, yeah, yeah, you just go from city to city doing different things. That'd work perfect. Like a blade, the blade series wasn't that bad that they made a few years ago. Something along that, the Ghost Rider, be perfect on day forty-five minutes to an hour, absolutely perfect. This and look at it, like you said, they haven't made any more, but fucking terrible. <laughs> now, I don't think there's any sort of plans to sort of bring him into the, the MCU proper, you know, the, the actual cinematic universe as opposed to the TV, even though it's kind of all the same thing. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'll maybe try and dig out some of the, the footage from uh, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because that, that did. I, did look pretty cool to be fair now the the episodes were like about 25 to 30 kind of episodes for each season so it's just just a big time investment to sit through that and it, it wasn't great but yeah i just remember ghost rider being pretty good and and definitely better than this bloody movie yeah a lot better i mean is there anything else you want to say about this day? <laughs> I know it's been been a bit of a quicker one today, but we can only say this is shit um, so, so many long. times. So yeah. should we go into our final review? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> now, Chris, I, I don't really think it matters which of us goes first, but but do you want to do the honours? Yeah. Um, Truly, I was so disappointed, Dave. You know, like you, we say it before, and you say it quietly. You can have a bad movie but enjoy it, and you, you can, you know, there can be stuff and crumbs about it where you think, you know what, I have got an investment in the character. The first one, I definitely was interested in. I actually really enjoyed it. I wasn't lying. I wasn't on the wind up. There's no way I would have said that and then suggested the sequel so quickly if I wasn't confident that I'd enjoy the second one. How fucking wrong I was, Dave. I can't even take any. Uh, like me and you love to wind each other up if we set each other up with a really bad movie. I just set myself up. This is it's fucking awful. And even when we suggested it, our good friends like Max and that had said, why would you want to watch? It is truly a shit show for me. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. I'm fine, oh. like Ross from Friends. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's not. It's fucking dreadful. And Nicolas Cage, it's got to have received the fucking what the, the golden raspberry, whatever it's called. He's got to have got a razor for this because he's. I, I couldn't see woeful. that he had. I don't know how, Dave. There must have been worse films. How? I do not know. I'd love to seek out what was worse than this in 2012. It is fucking awful. And the fact that they wasted what they could have built on so much is a travesty to Ghost Rider because there's so much potential that I really, really would be interested if they brought, like you say, TV series or another movie out. I would probably go and watch it at the cinema if we can get into cinemas by then. Um, It's just fucking shit, Dave. So as far as I'm concerned, Dave, it is going to... And I can't remember, Dave, because we have done it. <laughs> With General Zod in the Phantom Zone. Phantom Zone, that's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, you're never, ever, ever to be seen ever again. It is worse than Tank Girl, and that was terrible. So I don't even know what more to say, Dave. Like you say, we spent half an hour just shitting on it, but it deserves to be shit on it. It's fucking terrible. So what about yourself? Yep, not going to disagree with any of that really. Um, still remains the worst movie. If if I hadn't committed to actually reviewing it, I don't think I'd have made it to the end of this one either. I, I just think it, it's terrible. It does a terrible job of trying to tell the story. I don't think the effects are that good. Uh, the, the whole film feels a bit darker you know, just in terms of the way it looks, but it doesn't look particularly stylized. There's something off about the color palette. And I, I it just made it look really cheap and, and nasty. It, it did feel a little bit TV movie kind of thing. Nicolas Cage is just, is, is woeful in this. And I quite like him, you know, and I'm sure with the VHS, we'll be doing plenty of Nick Cage. You know, we'll be doing a bit of Gone in 60 Seconds. We'll be doing... Um, uh, the Rock, no doubt, things like that. You know, he's he's pretty good in Con Air, of course, with that glorious hair. I have to say, Chris, you know, I'm I'm struggling a bit with the hair and no access to barbers at the minute, so I might be rocking a bit of a <laughs> Nick Cage in Con Air sort of mullet pretty soon. But um, <laughs> just gloriously waving in the wind. Um, now this is fucking awful. There is nothing. Absolutely nothing redeemable about it. Not having Idris Elba in it. Not having Nicolas Cage in it. Not having Christopher Lambert, the Highlander, in there. Nothing is redeemable about this at all. I I cannot even say it doesn't even tickle the funny bone of, like, so bad it's good. Nothing at all. Don't ever watch this movie unless you have got way too much time. You've completed Netflix. You've completed Pornhub. You've basically completed everything because you've been furloughed for the last fucking few months. Don't watch it. This goes straight to the Phantom Zone. And it has to be the worst movie I think I've ever seen. I will watch No Retreat, No Surrender 3 for a full 24-hour marathon before I want to watch this again. (laughs) <laughs> perfect that's a perfect end <laughs> to the show dave i i have nothing i have nothing i can't come back it's, it's always better when we disagree and we can't disagree on this it's fucking disgrace it's an absolute disgrace so 
if you've got anything that's worse than this, and I really don't think there is, you can email us, guys, comicsinmotionpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter or get us on Twitter, at comicsinmotionp. And as always, drop us a review in your podcast catching app and we'll get back to you and we really will read out the reviews if you drop us somewhere on there. So, Dave, I am absolutely flabbergasted. I'm actually going to go off now and get severely drunk after watching and reviewing this fucking <laughs> shit. So. It's normally the VHS where we try and stitch each other up with terrible movies isn't it but uh yeah I, I, the only thing positive i can say about it chris is whatever we choose next week cannot be as bad as this <sighs> a fucking men dave <laughs> <laughs> well chris it has been a pleasure it's been a couple of weeks hasn't it so it's good to get back onto the old comics feed and uh definitely check out some of the other guys so you've got you know you've got mandatory marvel in dc you've got max burn over there he's he's doing a great job we've got various iconic massive storylines you know the last one we've had out was uh he had matt from jasper reviews on and he was talking about uh old man hawkeye which is basically this kind of universe that mark millar had created with old man logan and kind of explores that a little bit more you've got tony his latest one is doing bitch planet which is uh, uh which people probably want to go and listen to so um you know that's another great listener as well you got mike burton the absolute fountain of knowledge of star wars in canon and it it just blows me away the knowledge that guy has uh, is phenomenal and uh, i think tony had tweeted out earlier this week that you know he should write a book or something i guess the problem is you know the canon changes every month when the comics come out but um definitely something you know so loads of great content on there and um yeah all of those things are well better than ghost rider 2 <laughs> <laughs> now chris it has been a pleasure but as we've said before let's make like the shepherd said to the sheep and get the flock out of here damn right right we'll see you all next time bye now Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Tim Xavier. Go fuck yourself. What in the ass? Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale of night? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. Would you care to step outside? Come to me, son of Jerome! Kneel before Zod! Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. I am Iron Man. I'm Batman. And he's good to eat.